Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Danny Meringue. I found two empty bottles of a particularly decent Chateau de War Bordeaux 57 in your rubbish. Dusty Hera. You went through my garbage? This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. I find it particularly offensive that you use them to wash down an order from something called Macho Taco. And Portland's sports leader, 1080. I would never drink a Bordeaux with a Macho Taco. The Fan. It was a burrito machissimo. This is one show that would never drink a Bordeaux with a macho taco. Come on. I mean, I would. You have? I would. Uh. (laughs) I I, I 100% would. I wouldn't, mainly just because I don't drink French wine. I stick to the Oregon stuff. Yeah. You're Oregon through and through, Rust. Know it. 100%. All right, the college football playoff, they released their first ranking of the season tonight. Uh, It'll be a little less than two hours. Yeah, there'll be a much ado about nothing, to be for being honest, because week one r- rankings, grand scheme of things, what do they mean? Not a whole heck of a lot. It just gives you an idea of where the college football playoff committee has conferences sorted out um, now three quarters of the way through the season and which teams uh, they believe have had the toughest schedule to this point. A lot can change. We've seen teams, you know, outside of the top ten make the college football playoff before. Win the damn thing, Ohio State. So it isn't like the end-all, be-all if you're not where you want to be in the college football playoff rankings for the first time. I think, what, is it the team that's ranked third in the initial rankings or something? Like they, they maybe once have made the college football playoff. We have no idea. It's a bad place to be. Cannibalization will happen. But what I find very interesting is the pundits around the country, they're putting a lot of weight on the University of Oregon for the initial rankings. Nicole Auerbach of The Athletic had a write-up saying, depending on where the committee views Oregon's strength of wins since that 49-3 loss to Georgia – 
you could see the Ducks feasibly anywhere from six all the way to eight or nine in the in the college football playoff ranking top twenty-five. Interesting, because you imagine the the chalkiness of the the top two mm-hmm. uh, will sort itself out this weekend. Well, absolutely, and that's one of the things that you just look at is that look, no matter how you slice it, whether you want to put. Um, Michigan anywhere from third to sixth, they still have to play Ohio State. Georgia will play Tennessee this weekend. And you've got Alabama still sitting there waiting just like, hey, guys, maybe we'll meet one of y'all's in the conference championship game. And so there will be a lot that still needs to be sorted out uh, between now and when the playoff uh, finally is set in December. But Oregon is really interesting because that will give a lot of weight to Georgia for the rest of the year, and it gives the Pac-12 a runway towards the playoff. If Nicole Auerbach is saying, like, hey, anywhere between 6 and 9, Dave Bar 2, College Football Matrix, he's saying that in all likelihood from, you know, what he – and he's been tracking kind of the tendencies of – the college football playoff committee and what they've done in years past, things that they have regarded highly and things that they've kind of thrown away. He's saying that he feels that the PAC 12 in Oregon will be at eight. And then from there, you'll see UCLA at nine and USC at 10. He believes that Utah will be 12th and then Oregon state will be flying in at 19 in these rankings. I mean, far better than where they're at in the AP poll right now. Pretty, Pretty good if you're the Pac-12 right about now. Yeah, but the the, the part that I find interesting, and it, it always needs to be repeated, is that like Oregon State's a great example of this. They are a 6-2 and two team right now, and on a bye, they end up finding their way into the AP Top 25 because they're like, oh, everybody else lost, and they're a two-loss team. The only thing that matters is how the college football playoff committee views all of these other teams. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't like we're looking at whether it is TCU where they had that gauntlet where they had five wins against ranked opponents in a row. I I believe it was um, that they're just coming out of where they played Oklahoma, Kansas, Oklahoma State and West Virginia. Sorry, West Virginia wasn't ranked. So they went through four straight opponents where they were all ranked in the top 25 college football playoff. Like they may look at it and they say, no, you have two ranked wins. Because Oklahoma and Kansas, they're not good anymore. All we're saying is you beat Oklahoma State and Kansas State. Kansas was good before their quarterback went down. Yeah, they were, and they will take that into account. But it's like, hey, have you beaten a top 25 team in our eyes? And that's to be determined um, moving forward. One thing that you can say about TCU, I think TCU is going to be fourth. I mean, they, they, they deserve to be. They have a great case to be fourth because, look, a lot of things are going to happen from here on out, and you're going to have other teams with with higher quality wins. But if you see TCU at, at four, man, that will be a big buster for the Big 12 if they end up crashing this party because their remaining schedule, Texas Tech, Texas, Baylor, Iowa State. There's some slip-up stuff there. They could stub their toe, especially when you, they have to go on the road to Texas, on the road to Baylor. 
Um, and then a funky Texas Tech team, though it's at home, you never know. Weird stuff happens in the Big 12 um, every single year. See but I think week. the resume tells you they should be one of those teams in the top four. I mean, they're undefeated, and their resume kind of speaks for itself. Whether or not you want to talk about what teams are ranked now when they they were ranked and you know mm-hmm. all in a row for them to take on, and they took on the challenge and won. Like That's got to be a consistent part of this. They've played a lot more cleaner football than uh, Clemson has. Oh, certainly. I mean, Clemson has found themselves in, in multiple nail biters, flipped out their quarterback, didn't get their offense going for, what, the first three weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they're, they've taken on a gauntlet. And they have a better resume than a Michigan team that Michigan has handled their business to this point. But they've played one ranked team all season long, and that's Penn State. Mm-hmm. You tell me, is there another team that will be in the college football playoffs top 25 from this Michigan schedule? Colorado State, Hawaii, UConn, Maryland, Iowa, Indiana, Michigan State? Yeesh. It's been yeah, – they've not played a very tough schedule. Now, they have dominated the schedule in front of them. But what the playoff committee is looking at is, hey, what have, what have you done to prove that you're one of the top four? So if I'm looking at it, I'd probably say my top, my top ten, if I'm looking at it, are Tennessee, Georgia, mm-hmm. Ohio State three, TCU four, Michigan five. I may even put Alabama – Ahead of Clemson. No, in front of Clemson. Clemson probably at 7, Oregon at 8, UCLA at 9, and USC at 10. Mm. And and that is a great runway for the Pac-12 to make some noise and be in this conversation late in the year as well. Because Oregon will have opportunities against a Utah team that will be in that top 15 range. Mm Mm-hmm an Oregon State team that should be in their top 20, top 25 at least, and then a conference championship game against a a USC or UCLA again to where the Pac-12 has got a chance if they don't cannibalize themselves. What you're hoping for, I think, if you're a Duck fan, is obviously running the table. But on the other side, I think you want USC to beat UCLA. I think you want USC to run the table to add another top-flight opponent to take on in the Pac-12 title game. In a game you haven't seen. Yep. Like, re- they don't like rematches. Nope. You don't want rematches. Saying, and, you, and I think yeah. you want the sexiness of beating USC. Like, don't get me wrong. They, they pummeled. They pummeled UCLA. As good as UCLA has looked and as, as much as people were talking about them, they, do, do, they don't have the sexiness of USC. If you're, if yeah, you're, but I mean, if they both continue to win out and UCLA gets that win over USC, then then it's, it kind of diminishes it, it a little exactly. bit. But you want two one-loss teams is what you want. Yeah, you, you want those teams to just power on through. But yeah, if you're if you're a fan of Oregon, you do want USC because you haven't played them yet, mm-hmm. and that'll give you another notch in your belt as a separator between you and somebody else. I mean, look, if we're being honest, one of the worst things that could happen is if Tennessee beats uh, Georgia in a tight one this weekend. Yep. And then Alabama gets revenge over Tennessee in a tight one in the SEC championship game. Because if you have three one-loss uh, SEC teams, SEC teams, good luck. Yeah. And then it gets, all of them are getting in. And then it gets very dicey very quickly. Oh. And it, you, and again, that's why I think you want the, the, the sexiness of, because here's the thing, 
if Oregon runs a table, USC runs a table, and they meet up in the Pac-12 title game, you're probably talking about the number five and number six teams in the country. Yeah. That's probably where they end up heading into that game. Because they'll, on virtue of who they will have beaten by then, they'll both move up. Because hmm. USC would have beaten probably a top 10 UCLA team. Oregon would have beaten a top 15 uh, Utah team and maybe a top 25, or probably a top 25 Oregon State team. So the likelihood Gosh. is you're probably looking at Oregon number five, USC number six. So you've got a, a top, almost a top five matchup at a Pac-12 title game. And if Oregon wins that by by virtue of winning that game against another top six opponent, they probably slide into number four, regardless of what happens in the, in the SEC. Okay, Pac-12 refs don't screw this up. Oh God, George Klyovkov, keep the conference interesting as long as you can. Let's see how many more weeks the Pac-12 is relevant in this conversation. Because I think one thing that is really cool about this year is that it's not just one team that you're like, all right, can they white-knuckle it all the way in? No, 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 no. You've got three teams with the shot, and we're going to be entering November. That's fun. Don't screw it up, (laughs) Pac-12. Don't screw it up. At least for one more week, we'll have that. We're I have zero that faith. Bad. I have zero faith that they're not going to screw it up. Zero. Love your confidence, Danny. Yeah, well, I've seen these reps before. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> Great point. All right, we get it tonight. The initial college football playoff rankings: five zero three two five zero ten eighty. That is the fan text line. It's how you can be a part of the show. Um, when we day. come back. Let's dive a little bit in uh, into the NFL a little bit more because this is a trade deadline that has come and passed that has had a bunch of big names um, on the move. But the Seahawks, they didn't do anything. They just kind of stood pat. Danny Dusty on the fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. All right, the Seattle Seahawks, they stay, they stood pat on the trade deadline. It expired about an hour and 20 minutes ago. Uh, no moves for the Seahawks. But I have this question surrounding the Seattle Seahawks. There was a lot of uh, hurt feelings uh, with Russell Wilson when he left. After watching him kind of deteriorate on the field and the fact that you know, they've hit on their draft packs, their draft draft picks the Seahawks have. Is uh, is there that much more animosity towards Russ now that his team isn't doing well? You've done really well with your draft picks, and it looks like the draft picks you're getting from Denver are going to be pretty good. Especially because this Denver team, they sold on the defensive side. They send Bradley Chubb out of town. They're not going to be getting much better on that side of the ball. Yeah, I. There has to be a world where, as as a as a Seahawks fan right now, you're you're tipping your cap to Russell Wilson, saying thank you, thank you, kind sir, for everything that you've done. Uh, we appreciate you. Also, thank you for uh, selling your soul and giving us all the draft capital we need to continue without you. And. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they crushed this draft, and I think we're going to go back at this in a couple of years and go, oh, yeah, remember November 2013 and then again in 2022 when the Seahawks had just franchise-changing drafts, and then they had more draft capital after that, and that's how we got to where the Seahawks got to win the Super Bowl appearance? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what this looks like. And I, I don't like projecting like that and, 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 I don't know, hot-taking that, but my God, you look at what they got for us, how bad he has looked, how bad the Broncos have been, the capital that they got in return, and how good that could end up being, and how the Seahawks are positioning themselves. I don't know how you can look at this any other way other than what a monumental win for the Seahawks. Yeah. Like, is, is, there any, is there any way at this point, six months into a trade, six months into a trade that a team has – there's, there's just no way that even if the Broncos win a Super Bowl – Hell, that might be the only way. The Broncos winning a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson and not in spite of him is the only way the Broncos come out ahead in this deal. Is is there a way that the Broncos come out ahead on this deal? Yeah. Yeah, winning a Super Bowl eventually. That's it. That's it. Yeah. But, I mean, isn't that any time you trade for for the quarterback? Isn't that the only way? Is by winning the by winning a Super Bowl, and I don't see how you do it 
because they have so many holes, and one of them is a, a pretty glaring one because it wasn't just trading for Russell Wilson that was a problem. It was hiring Nathaniel Hackett at the same time. <laughs> that was a pretty bad one. Yeesh. And so I think that that is where, you know, one of the big, biggest issues is they got roster construction issues. Sounds familiar. Mm. They have a coaching problem. Would you say it's a product of the roster? <laughs> I would not say it's a product of the roster. <laughs> it's proprietary, Sean. Jeez. No, you have a roster issue. you got a coaching issue. And we actually saw a fourth quarter where – Russell Wilson looked like his old self, kind of running around, a little spry again. Maybe he was that stretching for four hours on the flight. He looked okay, and they have a game-winning drive against uh, Jacksonville, which uh, I guess we're hanging our hat on Jacksonville wins now. And, you know, all things seem to be well. But they got rid of Bradley Chubb, and that is a big deal to their defense because we've talked about this before. Their offense was so woefully bad. But what made their games unwatchable was that their defense was so good that it made the other team's offense not look good either. (laughs) So you had no joy or entertainment in any of the games that you're watching from the Denver Broncos. Maybe Bradley Chubb not being on that defense gives a little spark to the other teams, which is a great sign if you're a Seahawks fan because you still get their first-round pick. Not only that, watching a game where the Broncos are involved is is like the – it is the epitome of hate-watching right now. Because yeah. the, the defense is good enough to really screw with the other team, but their offense sucks so much that you know that it's just going to bog down to this horrible, horrible mess. Has there been a team that is supposed to be better that is more unwatchable than this Broncos team in recent memory? Oh, look, you know this. There have been some pretty bad Raider teams. Yeah, but they weren't always supposed to be good. Like, there was a little bit of hope. Oh, you're talking about a good a team that we had expectations for that's this unwatchable? Yeah. Absolutely not. This is, this is Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, Lakers. Yeah, because, like, we've had teams that have had really high expectations and, and they've crumbled and they've kind of folded. Remember the dream team Philadelphia Eagles? Like, they were supposed to be the best thing that we've seen in the NFL, and they sucked, but it was a train wreck that we all wanted to watch. Denver is not. I mean, that's a train wreck nobody wants to watch right now. That's a, that's the tough part about watching them, is that it's, it is unwatchable uh, product, like you're saying. Um, no, I can't remember a team that's been that's had this high of expectations we thought would be this good, and then they're, they're just a unmitigated disaster uh, at so many levels and, and unwatchable because we don't even want to watch the train wreck anymore. Um, man, that's a really good question. You know who's bordering on it? Except for they're actually entertaining because the end of games are Meltdown City. But we did have high expectations for the Arizona Cardinals this year. And boy, are they unwatchable at times. But again, Kyler Murray running around with the ball and kind of having a chance at the end of games, that does make it a lot more exciting. And DeAndre Hopkins, we haven't talked about that catch that he made against Minnesota in the end zone. That touchdown catch may have been one of the most impressive things I've seen. His hands are enormous. It's another time where we get to bring up that he has triple XL gloves. That's I have I have I have hand envy. <laughs> oh. Because I've got I've got these little the 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 Burger King commercial with the tiny hands. Did you ever see that? Yeah. That's that's me. 
My really? Hands, oh, I've got like this the world. I've got huge feet in the world's smallest hands. It's very it's very unfortunate. And so every time I hear about somebody with like giant hands, I'm like, I want giant hands. Because nobody, nobody, ever, nobody ever says it's a problem to have giant hands. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard no. to find gloves or something like that. But like, it's also just incredibly useful and handy. Yeah. I mean, well, you can get your little fingers into tight spaces, can't you? No, because they're like do you chubby have little sausages. Little, yeah, they're like little sausages that are crooked because I've broken all my fingers. That's brutal, man. Yeah, no, it's really, yeah, it's really not great. It's, 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 I mean, it's a very unfortunate set of circumstances for me. I'm sorry, yeah. Danny. It's okay. I'm, I'm sharing this with everybody willingly to try to get over my hand envy. Now I'm just going to look at your hands, though, and your tiny little hands. Yeah, no, look at them. I'll throw them up on the zoom. Oh, yeah, they're those are tiny. Yeah, and see, how all, see how my fingers are all crooked? Weird. They're all, they're all nasty and mangled. It's, it's not great. Is it noticeable, like, when you're walking around? Um, all right, we'll be now. No, Everybody's I... He's going to be looking at your hands. I think the, I'm saved by the fact that my arms are so long that my hands are down by the bottoms of my knees. So you okay, don't really now notice you're it. just a weird build. No, now, dude, you're just I've, giving people visuals I've, of like, what the Yeah, no, I am a knuckle-dragging monster. I've got a 6'6 six, six wingspan. <clears throat> what? Yeah, freakishly long arms. From the hips down, man, it's, uh, it's a disaster. Yeah, not wrong. Not wrong. No, no, I have dumb long arms. I, I have tried to explain this before. I am the living embodiment of Mr. Potato Hat. I have huge feet, no legs, freakishly long arms, giant head, midget hands. Weird. Yeah. No, I was, the, listen, God put me together. I was the spare parts. Like, it wasn't. Sounds like, like it. Yeah, no, it's it just. And not me, even the good ones from the way no, your body's breaking down. No, definitely not. No, this this is the bargain bin parts, man. They're like, they, they found, like, old legs. Like if you're like if you're taking the GI Joes apart, like they took the the, the old broken legs and put them on me. Uh, it's terrible. All right. On that note, hey, let's move on to some some happier notes, Danny, because right now I feel like you're just going into a dark place. I feel like we sent you down a dark road. There. I mean, we were supposed to be talking about how great things are for, you know, the Seahawks right now they because are great. you're on cloud nine. The, the Seahawks are great. One, they got rid of one of their best defensive players for the Denver Broncos. You get the Denver first-round pick. Mm-hmm. You stand pat at the trade deadline because you feel like you have a little bit of depth on defense now. Sidney Jones was supposed to be a guy that was uh, on the chopping block and could be dealt out of town. They said, nah, we're going to stick with him, even though Tariq Woolen's been playing so well at corner. The defense is starting to turn a corner slowly but surely. Kenneth Walker is the running back of the future. You got your tackles of the future. Geno Smith had the best passer rating in the NFL. But no, Danny's hands derailed us in a dark, dark way, man. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, that's how it goes, man. The, the, the idle hands, <laughs> devil's play things. <laughs> All right. Uh, one of the sports audit- oddities, very similar to Danny's hands, uh, it ended today. Bobby Bonilla's contract is talked about a lot. Why don't we talk about this one from the NBA? Mm. Danny and Dusty on the fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. All right, a little breaking news via Jordan Schultz Bleacher Report. He uh, reports that the Seahawks are releasing cornerback Sidney Jones after the trade deadline. Uh, He was the uh, starter at corner, but... Um, they expect Trey Brown to be activated sooner than later from the uh, PUP list. So uh, Sidney Jones not traded, and that was a bit of a surprise to some, but uh, sounds like Seahawks are just going to do him a solid and say, good luck, my friend, onward and upward. Super weird that they couldn't get a deal for him. Yeah. Like, that, that, was, that, was, that was cornerback one to start the season. Even for a late-round pick. Like, again, Get something for a guy like what? Maybe they were trying to do him a solid and not trade him to a crappy team. Maybe the only ones who came knocking were teams that he didn't want to go to. Facts. Because that, that, okay. that kind of stuff does happen, and you're, you build goodwill within your organization mm-hmm. when you don't do that to guys. Yeah, it's really good uh, word of mouth around the league, for because, sure. Because they talk. All right, uh, one of the sweethearts of a deal is coming to a close. It's the very last one. Twice a month since the year 2017, the Miami Heat have paid Chris Bosh $434,393 as part of his contract. Or $875,000 a month. Which is, uh, albeit just slightly less than the $1.1 million that Bobby Bonilla gets a year. Today is the final of 120 installments of that contract for Chris Bosch. And to that, I get Chris Bosch, you get a round of applause, my man. Listen, man, 60 months is a, that, that, that's a car note. Yeah. 60 it, months of $875,000 a month. Like I totally forgot. Like I forgot about Chris Bosh. It is it is one of the under talked about lost careers. 
to uh, injury or health. His was yeah, a blood clot, a, a, a blood clot heart, slash Oof. heart issue uh, that prevented him. And Chris Bosh was a tremendous player. Absolutely. Yeah. Wade and LeBron get all the credit in Miami. Chris Bosh is what held that all together. Mm-hmm. And don't forget about his time in Toronto. He was a phenomenal player. The team that you could build with guys who had their careers cut short, Yao Ming, Chris Bosh, Brandon Roy, Grant Hill, Tracy McGrady, mm. is yeah. literally Hall of Fame worthy. Well, don't forget, uh, Tracy McGrady was a great pitcher for the Sugarland Skeeters after his NBA career ended. Oh, so, you know, minor league pitcher. Actually, he threw gas. I mean, he threw in the 90s. That does, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. T-Max one of the most athletic individuals that's ever existed. That was crazy. Um, but, yeah, this is this ends, and it's, it should go down as one of the great contracts in in sports history, like the Bobby Bonilla mm-hmm. uh, contract. It, this one just doesn't get talked about because this is what happens when you fully guarantee contracts. And you whether, get medically retired. Yeah, and you are – well, and, or a guy just is done. Like, you're done with him. It's like, all right, well, I guess we're going to have to pay him out. Um, because we can't get rid of him, but this was medically retired. So 120 installments of $434,000 two times a month. That's incredible. And you've got uh, Calvin Johnson out here who's still looking at the organization, the Detroit Lions, and how cheap they are and not paying them him the money that he's properly owed. Boy, that is coming down the pipeline with the NFL, though. And it may not be for every player, but the – star players there will be a threshold where we may have work stoppage based on the fact that these guys want more guarantees for the long term and, and when a team makes a commitment so they can't just back out and say no we're not paying you anymore a la the lions with two of their legends yes unbelievable barry and calvin johnson. uh calvin johnson but did you see what they announced for barry yeah they were they're they were tying his jerseys right they retired his jersey, yep. but they surprised him by saying they're building a statue of yes. him outside of the uh, the Ford Field. Which they 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 that family should do everything that they can to get back in the good graces of not only two of their 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 two most famous players of all time, but two of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, it's incredible that crap organization has had two of the most dominant players at their individual positions ever. Ever, ever, and have done nothing with them, and, 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 except and treat and treat them like crap. And yeah. the the flip side of this is that we're not talking about the Antonio Browns of the world. Barry Sanders no. and Calvin Johnson, to a man, to every person I've ever talked to, uh, in regards to that organization and interacting with those guys, wonderful human beings, and they treated them uh, like crap. Apparently, we have uh, uh, Calvin Johnson is a weed guy now. Like yeah. he works in the cannabis industry. Not surprised by that at all. Yeah. Yeah, like he he owns. Uh, I, I think it, it, it part of a. I don't know if they're a manufacturing or, or what grow department. Yeah, yeah, he's in. He's in on the old flower side of things. But you know, good for Calvin Johnson. Find a career after basketball. Was it Al Harrington in the NBA? Yep, he's a guy uh, that Viola. he has a. He has a humongous stake at one of the biggest like. Uh, distributors of marijuana in Colorado yep. and it's California. Viola, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's 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 got a very tight near partnership with the NBA. 
Yeah, and he said there's a really good article about him and kind of his pathway of getting into it and how, like, for medicinal purpose, he got into it when medicinal marijuana was uh, legalized in Colorado, and his mom was sick, and so she started using it, and she started feeling a lot better, and so he started investing in it, and then it really took off, and it was like he said he was like a complete secret, and he had to hide it from everybody in the NBA because he was doing it while he was playing, investing heavily um, in in the cannabis industry, and then he ended up like right when he retired, like actually getting into the fields and like harvesting and planting and all that stuff. Like he's heavily involved in it. I mean, That's I, crazy. You, you have to be. And we, we've kind of, I think, for the most part, moved past the stigma of it. Oh, and it's yeah. it's like anything else. It's a the the front to back, you know, from grow to delivery is a pretty extensive operation. Mm-hmm. All right, five zero three two five zero ten eighty. That is the fan text line. We get you set for a Tuesday. The World Series is back. Hopefully, on the fan. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. Game three, part two. Trying to get it going tonight. World Series uh, is in Philadelphia. Yesterday's game three was uh, postponed due to rain. Uh, they will try to get it going tonight. It'll be a 503 first pitch over on our sister station, 9 10 a.m. And this is a this is a great series so far. Even at one apiece, Astros blow a five run lead uh, yesterday. Oh, you will be happy to know. I went as a when I walked around the neighborhood with my kids. I went as an Astros player. Did you have a trash can around you? I did. I brought a trash can and a baseball bat, and I was banging on my trash can. And when my neighbor, Boring Gary, answered the door and uh, he said, kids, cover your ears, and then uh, maybe lob some insults at me, I said, hey, I'm a true Astros fan, and I held up my ring finger, and I said, still have my ring and everything. Wow. Uh, Wow. <laughs> uh, you found out something you and Kyrie both have in common. Zero shame. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, but we got game three tonight. Um, 
and I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. You mentioned yesterday at the end of the show we had a perfect game by an ump. This series is going to be fun. It's going to be back and forth, and it's going to be incredible to see Philly after not having a World Series in a decade. Yesterday, you see the photos of Verlander flipping off the people of Philadelphia. No, oh, yeah, no, I mean that, that's that's a that's a welcome sign for Philly fans. Yeah, there's actually a, a picture uh, posted today of a fan with Verlander, and the first one is both of them flipping off the camera, and then the second one is them doing thumbs up together. Like it's like a it's like a fun thing. It's it's the way you say hello in Philadelphia is, is. by flipping someone off. It's it's a it's a it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a casual good day, mate. Yeah. And that place is going to be rocking, though. And I, one thing that I hope is happening, they did this the last time the Phillies were in the World Series. I hope It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is making an episode in, like, this, the later years of the show of Philly making championship runs. And can you imagine what it would be like if they just kind of take that little bit of reality that we're in right now mm-hmm. and take it to that fictional world where the Eagles are undefeated the Phillies are in the World Series in what Patty's Pub looks like at this point. Oh, McElhaney has got to just be losing his collective ass <laughs> at this point, right? Imagine if Wrexham somehow gets promoted this season. I can't wait to see that documentary. It'd be it'd be the the perfect the perfect end to it all. It'd be the perfect end to it all. I'd be no, as much as I hate. It's weird. I hate just about all Northeast sports fans and franchises the philly ones i have a weird soft spot for yes like i hate new york and i hate new england with a fiery passion of a thousand sons mm-hmm. philly i'm always like i kind of like you guys well because they don't try to fool anybody and tell you like they're good people or they're nice people they're sewer people and they know it and they lean into it and when they suck they they, they hate their team more than you do way more which i i think i i, I vibe with well wow. There's a I, there's a healthy amount of respect I have for Philly fan in that regard. The self-loathing, is, particularly. Yeah, yeah. but also uh, it is it's sad too because it, it gets to the point where that self-loathing loathing is like they're always waiting for the other shoe to drop, and it, it's like it will end soon. Like they'll ride this high. But the high will only take them for so long, and they know it. So before they come back down. They start they start chipping away at it, and knocking them their own selves down, and that's that, that's the beauty and sadness of Philly fan, is that they'll they'll tear it apart before it's supposed to come down. Even <laughs> I like yeah. Doug Peterson getting fired like two years after a Super Bowl. Yeah, that is I guess that is the the downside of it all. But eh, you know, as much as they tear things up and build them down, Phillies. I mean, they they want to. World Series in this century. The Eagles, they've won a Super Bowl. I mean, it's it's one of those things where even if it is does go sideways, they find themselves back in it quick and again over and over again, seemingly somehow, some way. Yeah. yeah. Not, not, not the 76ers. They, they are eternally stuck in suck it, dude. But eh, it, it is what it is. <laughs> are the 76ers going to be able to pull out of it? No, not with James Harden. You want to talk about a fall from grace. I mean, you could see this one coming. Yeah. Uh, Josh Hart did an appearance uh, on uh, Brooke Holson Dam and and Casey Holdall's podcast. And in it, I swear I'll connect the two. (laughs) In it, he talks about how the NBA today is about getting your fit picks off, 
you know, your branding, your social media. It's not. There's so many guys in the league that do not care about the game of basketball. And he goes, I'm an a-hole. I'm an, a bleeping a-hole. <laughs> and I know that. And my teammates know that. But they know that I'll have their back. That I, I prioritize basketball and winning more than anything. I'm the most competitive dude on the floor. And like I started thinking about that and like how – I know this to be true because I've, I've been around the league long enough and I've been around enough players to know which guys really care about basketball mm-hmm. and which guys care about a check. And that's, that's, that's nothing new. It's just in different versions now. And it's more out in the open. But there are guys that just care more. And you look at that Philadelphia 76ers team, Joel Embiid is the only guy who cares about basketball on that team as far as like the guys who really matter. I think Tobias Harris cares, but doesn't care the way a guy like Josh Hart does. And to be Totally fair. There are very few players in the NBA who care like Josh Hart does. And you you see it not just in basketball, but across professional sports. And more often than not, the teams that really win have more dudes who care more about that than anything else. See, that's the thing that kind of sucks, though, about that Philly team is that Tyrese Maxey, he seemed like he was one of those guys that loved ball mm-hmm. at the beginning. Has he has that gotten beaten out of him in Philadelphia, or I, I think to is, an is he a bad influence? I, I yeah, I, I think that's it. As I think oh. that just having the the nature of it, I, I still think he could be that dude. But I mean, it's just it it eats at you hmm. when when you have too many guys that don't. Well, culture, leadership at the top, even hmm? maybe Daryl Morey, Doc Rivers may have hmm. something to do with that as well. And kind of just bringing the old band back together, even though it didn't happen before. Oh, speaking of band, do you see what Stanford did? I did not. Stan- the Stanford band has suspended the Stanford tree for the rest of the football season. I saw there was something about a student being suspended for what he did as a tree, but what did he do? I guess at a football game, he unveiled on the field the, the, the guy who is the Stanford tree, which is a member of the marching band, not the athletic department. Ah. Uh-huh. Fan that out. Okay. But he unveiled a sign that said, Stanford hates fun. <laughs> On the middle of the field. Why? Because, all right. Apparently there was a party on campus that got out of hand, got a little rowdy. I as don't one know does. what happened. It's college, but it is Stanford as well. Um, and the administration started suspending folks and they held the band responsible for it. Even though the person that threw the party was not an active member of the band, apparently people in the band and the band itself got penalized by administration at some point. So people get suspended from the Stanford band. The tree rolls out. Stanford hates fun. He gets suspended for the rest of the year, and then goes to social media talking about how he's been suspended for the year. So people are looking at the Stanford Tree account on social media going, wait a minute, did the actual mascot? Is the tree suspended? Yeah. To which another Stanford Tree had to come in and say, I'm going to be stepping in for number 44 because it's the 44th person inside the tree costume Uh number 43 is coming out of retirement to be in the tree costume wow (laughs) all because stanford can't handle their alcohol apparently i don't i don't know exactly what happened at the party this would never happen at southern oh no actually there's a story about that and we don't have enough time for it (laughs) but uh 
one of our football players during a rivalry game. Uh, he was Rocky Raider, and he was assaulted in in the, in the in the costume. And it, the people who did it are very lucky that he had restraint, and there were people that saw it because it would not have ended well for those other folks. <laughs> And it probably would have gone on. It, it would have definitely gone viral if there were camera phones at that time. Yeah, but he got picked on, and he, luckily there were administrators that saw it and swiftly broke everything up. It would have gotten gnarly, though. A raider will do what a raider will do. <laughs> hey, but nothing ended up happening except for the other side got punished for it. All right. That'll do it for us on a Tuesday. We'll be back on a Wednesday. We'll be on the edge tomorrow. We have Ryan Horvat, our BetQL Network Insiders as well. Have a great Tuesday. See you Wednesday from noon to 3 of Nexus Primetime with Isaac and Suk on 1080 The Fan. Just absolutely hit the lottery with a bunch of Reese's Penis Peanut Butter Cups trick-or-treating. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.